Hey, welcome to episode 16 of the Sweet on Keto podcast. Today is day 12 of my 30-day carnivore diet experiment, and things are going really well. This morning I woke up and I lost another two ounces, not very much, but we know that the scale is not always the best measurement of how you're doing, how you're progressing. So I'm not going to freak out about it, and I'm very happy with how I feel. I have great energy. My stomach issues have seemed to, seem to have lessened. Um, the bathroom is still a problem, but we're not going to talk about that. And uh, I'm I'm just I'm just really loving this. I I I feel like it's a good thing. I feel like I'm. My body is starting to adapt, and I think that I will be able to stick this out for the full 30 days. The first you know, week, I wasn't sure. I was waffling back and forth, but I think that I will be able to do this for 30 days. I think on day eight, nine, I was starting to feel a little monotonous, eating meat and not being able to eat anything else. And I found that when I started to have those feelings, I started to crave other things. It was really because I was hungry. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're uh, looking at someone else's delicious carb-loaded food or even vegetables or whatever it might be, uh, you're probably hungry. So just eat more meat and you'll be fine. So I that's what I do whenever I start to crave anything I just eat more meat and that fixes my craving and that's wonderful. I did eat a little bit of cheese yesterday in the form of those cheese crackers that I mentioned before and that may have been why I didn't lose as much weight but uh, oh, besides that, I haven't really had that much cheese. I'm really trying to focus on getting cheese and cream and all of that out of my diet. And I've been doing really well. I know I'm going to have cheese again because I plan on having cheeseburgers maybe once a week. Uh, just because I know that will keep me sane and um psychologically able to stay on this diet I just know how I am so I'm not going to pretend to be someone I'm not cheese you know is something it would be some somewhat of a cheat meal for me during this experience you know cheese is a cheat meal now (laughs) so that's where I am I also did add caffeine back to my diet and it's fine. It's good. I it's a lot. It allows me to work, and that's what I need to do right now. I just need to be ready to go at work. So I'm just having one large cup of coffee every day, black. I'm not having cream. I'm not having sweetener. Um, still having my little drops of stevia glycerite now and again. Um, and how I use that, just, you know, for, for full disclosure, is when I make my meats, I literally like barbecue and teriyaki. I definitely have a sweet tooth when it 
comes to everything. So what I've been doing is I've made this sugar-free rub that I've put on my steaks and my fish and everything. And it's really, really, really good. It's smoky and herby and it's really good. And it's supposed to have brown sugar in it. And normally I would use a brown sugar substitute to make this rub. But I'm not doing that because I don't want to depend on sweeteners or have those types of sweeteners in my life. So what I do is once the steak is out of the oven, I take two drops of stevia and I mix it with a little bit of Worcestershire sauce and I brush it on the meat. And it's barely sweet, but it just gives it this kind of barbecue flavor that I really like. And if those two little drops of stevia is going to keep me motivated and staying on this diet, then so be it. So that's what I'm using my drops of stevia for, is to add a little sweet to my meat. And... um, I'm still drinking my water, my electrolyte water, drinking copious amounts of water with um, my salty solution or salty mixture of of baking soda, salt, Himalayan pink salt, and some sort of potassium, which I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but um, I got the idea from this guy who's does this thing called the snake fast I think it's called he's uh he's um he's an he's an interesting person I I don't want to really discuss him but you know he has some interesting ideas about diet so this is something that I pulled from his YouTube channel uh, is to drink this elect to make your own elect- electrolyte water. So that's what I'm doing, and um, squeezing lots of lemon and lime into that water. So that's it. I still haven't exercised. I'm going to exercise right now. I think after I'm done recording this podcast, and uh, today's really been the first day that I felt good enough to even think about exercising. So that makes me feel hopeful, like this is working and that my body is finally getting used to it. Um, so I wanted to go back to that list I was talking about a few days ago of things that I wrote down when I first started this diet. You know, like, is it going to kill me? Is it, you know, um, insane? Another question that I wrote down is, is it expensive? Um, And I know for a lot of people, this is a concern because you're eating meat. And if you want to get good quality meat, then it's going to be a little bit more expensive. However, I'm finding that because I'm only eating meat, my grocery bills has actually decreased. I am spending money. I am spending money on grass-fed, sustainable um, meat that's being delivered to me. Um, and it is fairly expensive. It's about $170 a month. Or no, $170. Yeah, it's $170 a month. But... 
um, that's all I'm eating. I'm not, I'm no longer buying nuts. I'm no longer buying sauces. I'm no longer buying oils with the exception of lard and, you know, uh, tallow and butter, but I'm no longer buying all these specialty snacks and I'm not buying almond flour and I'm not, you know, all of this stuff, cheese that's really expensive that I was buying to make keto palatable or make keto taste more like the standard American diet, to be honest. I'm no longer buying those things. I'm just spending all of my grocery money on meat and some fats. So it is expensive if you're just going to look at the cost of the meat, but it's not expensive when you think about all the other things that you do not have to buy. Now, I realize that I do not have you know, this does not probably apply apply to those who have a family to feed. If you have a large family to feed or a small family to feed or other people who are not doing this diet, then yes, it's just going to be expensive if you want high quality meat, but it does not, you don't have to get high quality meat. You know, I, I personally wouldn't eat grocery store meat I mean, if I had to, I would. If I was dying, I would, you know, if that was all there was. But um, I realize that I am blessed enough to be able to afford to spend $170 a month on meat. Not everybody can do that. But if you can't afford it, then just try to get, you know, they sell grass-fed beef, ground beef at the regular grocery store. Or just eat regular beef, regular steak, whatever you can get. I think that even the worst meat, with the exception of pork, you know, I have a problem with pork, but the worst beef is still better than eating any packaged foods, um, carbohydrate, you know, processed carbohydrates, all of that stuff. Um, so, you know, it is, it is what it is. It's all about priorities. It's about investing in your health. So... If you can find a way to make it work, then try to spend as much money as you can on getting the best quality meat that you can. I think that's really important. Um, So that's my take on whether or not the carnivore diet is expensive. Bottom line is yes, however, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. you know, it's, it's all on your perception. So that's all I'm going to say about that today. I want to thank you all so much for listening. And once again, if you want to check out who I am, who's behind this voice, then please visit me on Instagram at sweet on keto. And I hope you all have a great evening and I will talk to you tomorrow.